0: Welcome to the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you are a teacher or administrator looking to change careers, you are in the right place. There can be many reasons an educator is ready to leave the classroom. Boredom, burnout, pressure from parents and administrators. The list goes on and on. If you are ready to move on from teaching, there are many roles in which you can use your teacher skill set to have a positive social impact and set yourself up for a fulfilling and rewarding career. Now, let's meet your host, Carrie Conover. Carrie is a veteran educator and EdTech corporate leader turned founder and CEO. So, grab your notepad, because your new journey outside the classroom starts right now.
1: It is so incredibly hard to believe that I quit teaching 10 years ago. I have now been out of the classroom as long as I was in the classroom. And I've been seeing a lot of people sharing their stories of quitting teaching and how they're flourishing and doing so well. But today I wanted to share what that looks like 10 years later. Also, I've helped hundreds of teachers figure out how to be happy in their careers again Whether that means going to work for an education company or starting their own business or staying in teaching and finding happiness. And so I, at this point, have pretty much seen it all. Welcome to my YouTube channel. I'm Carrie Conover. And if you're interested in hearing more about my journey as an entrepreneur, how I left the classroom and worked in ed tech, please subscribe to this channel and follow along as I teach you everything I've learned in the last decade outside of the classroom. I dreamt of being a teacher like well into middle school. Like I was still playing school in my basement in middle school, which I'm not sure I want to be admitting right now. Um, And that dream of being a teacher was actually put on hold for me when I went to college because I went to college to major in music. And That dream of being a teacher was reignited, actually, when I had my first job. I worked for the Chicago Symphony Orchestra in their education department, and there I was working with teachers from all over the city of Chicago, which really ironic to me that my first job out of college was working with teachers, because here I am 20-plus years later still working with teachers, but we'll get to that in just a minute. So I had this dream of being a teacher, and after I majored in music and worked for the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, I actually went back to grad school to become a classroom teacher. And soon enough, I found myself teaching fifth grade at McCormick Elementary School in Chicago Public Schools. I loved, loved, loved every minute of teaching. Um, I loved creating lesson plans, coming up with new ideas. I loved seeing that light bulb moment when kids got things for the first time. Every part of that teacher journey, I absolutely loved. And after about eight years, I started to feel this sense of stagnation in my career is the best way that I can describe it. I was doing a great job as a teacher. My students were excelling. But I began to question whether teaching was going to fulfill me forever. And I started to like really crave new challenges and new opportunities. And although I was a leader in my school, always teaching professional development, writing grants, bettering myself, I just couldn't scratch that itch of wanting more. It was a tough decision when I knew that it was time for me to leave teaching. It probably took me a little longer than it should have. Um, But I was not, at the end of the day, willing to sacrifice my own personal and professional growth and development for other people. I wanted a career. I knew I wanted a career that was going to allow me to make a difference in the world Um, and within education, but I also wanted growth. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to have goals and aspirations. And I knew I just didn't want to be a principal one day. That just wasn't what I wanted to do. So that's when I embarked on this new chapter of my life. Leaving teaching, um, it wasn't easy. That's the truth. But it did open doors to crazy exciting opportunities that I never imagined. I got to travel to places I never imagined I'd get to travel. And I got to work at education companies like eSpark Learning and Discovery Education. And now seven years as my own business owner and entrepreneur. If you're feeling this similar sense of stagnation or burnout in your teaching career, I encourage you to watch the rest of this video. I'm going to tell you my story ten years later where I've been in this decade. And all the steps I took to leave teaching and inject energy back in my career. So the first thing I did after I decided it was time to leave teaching is I started networking like crazy. I started telling people, hey, I'm thinking about leaving. What else is out there for me? And I did land on the decision that I wanted to stay in education in some way, shape, or form. So I did a bunch of informational interviews with various people I knew from conferences or other people who I had worked with in the past that had also left teaching. And I landed my first role at eSpark Learning through a teacher I had used to work with that left teaching before me, got in touch with her, and she was able to put in a good word for me at eSpark Learning. The first role I got was called a customer success manager. And I will say the hardest part of this transition was the grueling interview process i had to go through to get that job i think it might have been five interviews in total i had to do presentations put together spreadsheets but let me tell you i was prepared i was confident and i was myself and the hardest part of the transition was getting through the grueling interview process there i think it was five interviews total I will say I was very prepared and confident. I was totally myself, but I did a lot of research and I talked to friends that were out in the corporate world, and the business world, to help me prepare for this interview. Because I, you know, besides my time at the Chicago Symphony Orchestra and the education division, I had never really worked in the business world, let alone at a startup. So if you're interested in learning more about this interview process, you definitely need to subscribe to this channel I'm going to be sharing all about this journey in more depth on this YouTube channel, and feel free to comment below and tell me what you want me to teach you about. I'm here to teach you and talk about anything you want to learn. So let's talk about those first six months working at eSpark. Those first six months out of the classroom, working for a startup, everything was different. (laughs) I mean, There was education, I knew teaching, and I knew learning, and that helped me a lot. But the business terminology, the new technologies, the softwares, just the culture and the way businesses run is a lot different than at a school. And the other challenging part was I was surrounded by a lot of really high achieving people especially high achieving former teachers who wanted to make a name for themselves. So that was one of the hardest things is like, how do you fit into this culture? How do you, you know, do good work without people being threatened by that good work? It was fun, but challenging. And I was very fortunate to have great mentors inside and outside of the company who helped me navigate these situations and figure out kind of how to fit into the culture of a startup. After six months at eSpark, everything changed for me. I was blessed to be given the opportunity to handle, through customer success, the largest account we had ever landed at eSpark. And I will say this experience like skyrocketed my career, and it also proved to me that my teaching skills were highly transferable. And that's why I was so qualified to handle that account. My ability to manage large groups within the company that were implementing different things, the ability to communicate effectively with school district leadership. like I was able to speak like a teacher, but I was also able to speak like a leader. And finally, my ability to just problem solve really, really helped me in this career path. I spent three years at eSpark Learning. I started as a partnership, a school partnership manager. Then I became a strategic account manager, which means I worked with the accounts that maybe were worth a little bit more revenue or a little bit more high stakes. And by the time I left, I was the director of strategic accounts. I learned invaluable skills there. I learned so many skills that, frankly, laid the foundation for my next job at Discovery Education, but also I gained a lot of entrepreneurial skills that allowed me to start and grow my, grow my own successful business today. So after my time at eSpark Learning three years out, I started to kind of feel that itch again where I wanted new experiences, but I also wanted to see what a large, more established education company ran like and what it looks like. I was also kind of seeking like new leadership to look up to, new mentors. I also wanted to be more of a leader myself and just further develop my skills. So that's where I landed a role as a director of customer success at Discovery Education. And in this role, I had a blast. I had the privilege of working with some of the largest school districts in the country, in Florida, in Louisiana. And I got to collaborate with highly successful ed tech leaders in sales, product. I mean, it was amazing. It was a dream role that allowed me to impact education on this larger scale that I had always wanted. However, life has a way of shifting our paths unexpectedly, and sometimes we can't always see in the moment what's going on. But looking back, I know exactly why this happened to me. However, life has a way of shifting our paths unexpectedly. After six months at Discovery Education, I experienced a devastating loss, the passing of my brother Kelly. And this was the second brother I had lost within five years. It was a profound uh, moment losing your second sibling that close together But it also caused me to reevaluate my priorities and seek out a higher calling for myself and really evaluate what I wanted for my life. Despite this immense grief, I continued to work at Discovery Education for another six months. But deep down, I felt this undeniable urge to get back on the ground and directly help teachers. This is when I realized Like I, of course, always love kids and having impacted with kids. And I still do that today through volunteering at our local high school and getting opportunities to work with youth in other ways. But deep down, I always felt this urge to support and be a cheerleader of teachers. And that was a calling I just couldn't ignore any longer. And so I made the life-changing decision to leave behind that beautiful role at Discovery Education and embark on a journey as an entrepreneur. It was a leap of faith to say the least, but it allowed me to follow my passion and create a positive impact on the education community while being able to honestly work part-time and be just as successful. So I wanted to build a life in which I could play tennis during the day, clean the house if I needed to during the day, go to my children's games and practices without the stress of worrying about a nine to five job. And so that big, huge leap of faith happened seven years ago. And believe me, I haven't looked back on any of these decisions with regret. Leaving teaching behind the comfort of that stable job, that wasn't easy. It wasn't easy leaving my pension. It wasn't easy leaving this career I dreamed about my whole life. But it led me to a path of personal fulfillment that I I just can't even explain to people. If you want to hear more about this journey and my journey and the steps I took to leave teaching, work in the corporate education world, and then become a successful entrepreneur, make sure you subscribe to this channel. I'm going to be spending this year really honing in on helping anyone that wants to follow in my footsteps and be a great mentor to you. And one final thought. Remember, you're not looking for perfection. We're searching for progress. Take care.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast.